Welcome to Satisfied, where our aim is to behold the glory of God. I'm Nick Jackson, pastor of Timberline Baptist Church in Lacey, Washington. And this is Bobby Gaither, pastor of Hope Fellowship in Hillsboro, Oregon. In this week's episode, we want to explain why we are doing this podcast and a little about who we are. So the first question we'd like to answer, and what you may be asking, is why are we doing this? So Nick, why are we doing this? You know, I'm excited about us finally sitting down and doing this podcast. We have played around with it. We have talked about it for months now. You know, one thing you and I have talked about is we want to just keep coming alongside the church. We want to help the church. We want to, uh, we want to regularly uh, talk about the gospel, the implications of the gospel, how it affects our lives, how it affects the way we interact with culture. And, and you and I know that if that's limited to just Sunday morning, that's not enough. And so while this is, is, is not the answer, it's simply another way for us to talk about the gospel, engage other people, and hopefully just bring the gospel to the forefront uh, of our lives um, Monday, through, Monday through Saturday also. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think part of what excites me about this is um, our fellowship, yours and mine, uh, and as, as we draw other pastors in and talk with them as well, uh, just within our own circle, uh, to be encouraged, mutually yeah. encouraged, uh, and then to draw in our, our church body. I mean, yes. ultimately, uh, you and I are both doing this or having these conversations with our church body in mind. How do we equip them? How do we draw them into the conversations that we're having uh, uh, so they can be uplifted and, and satisfied as, as we talk about, you know, the, the whole, uh, the name of this, uh, this podcast? How, how can we draw them to be satisfied in all of who God is? Well, you know, and you Jesus bring up a Christ. good point with our church. I mean, you're a pastor here in, in, in Oregon. I'm one in Washington. Uh, you put countless hours every week into sermons. So am I. And, you know, the finished product of what we do when we do a sermon is so much less than what we've actually studied and what we've actually grown yeah. in. Yeah. And what's, what's actually helped us to have joy in Christ, to grow in our knowledge and our love for Christ and for others. And so this is like a venue, in a sense, for us to take yeah. a little bit more of what we study a little bit more of, of what happens behind the scenes as we're preparing for sermons or we're preparing for whatever it is, talks that we're leading, discussions we're, we're guiding. And we can now bring just some of that fruit that we experience in our life and bring that here in, in a way that's much more accessible to people. So I think that's going to be fun. Yeah, and I think, I think every, every pastor, every preacher who does their homework for Sunday morning would say that they leave so much on the cutting room floor, uh, so to speak, uh, when they prepare for sermons on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I don't know about you, when I first started preaching, uh, I wanted to jam all of that into a Sunday morning service because I don't get to preach very often. So I want to <laughs> show you everything that, that God has shown me throughout the week. And there's just so much there. Uh, uh, I so, feel yeah. sorry for the people I used to preach to <laughs> in the beginning. Like there was, it's, it's so true. Yeah. And there, but there's a level of excitement that we have as we study yeah. God's word. Yeah. And it's good. Like God's word is, it fills us with joy. Yeah. It, it helps us to behold the very glory of God. It helps yeah. us of what we're calling this podcast to be satisfied. Yeah. It helps us to be satisfied in Christ. And then, you know, you limit that with 30, 40, or 50 minutes on a preaching time yeah. on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And you feel like that's just not enough. And yet, 
how do you bring just some of the beauties, the treasures, the riches of God's word to yeah. your people? I mean, there's certainly many, many ways, but I'm excited. This is a way that we get to do it, and we get a dialogue yeah. as friends, as pastors, as husbands, as brothers yeah. in Christ, and hopefully a way that's going to be fun, yeah. and hopefully a way that, that we're going to laugh a lot. Hopefully, the, you who are listening, we don't mind if you laugh at us. Hopefully, you laugh with us <laughs> You at can times. definitely laugh at Nick. We give you permission to do yes. that. Yeah. Bobby does that all the time. Thanks. <laughs> The question, the next question we want to answer is, why is it that we have called this podcast Satisfied? Yeah, that's a good question. And you know, that's, that was hard. What do we call a podcast? And, and you're, you're going to have a label. And that label is going to define and inform. And so that was hard. That was hard to pick through, you know, different words. You know, do we use a saying? Do we use a phrase? What do we do? And so you and I, as we kept talking, we came down to Satisfied. Yeah. And you actually, uh, there was a song by... He's Chain and Chain. Yeah. And it's called... Uh, actually, Psalm 63. Right. That's uh, right. But the hook, the chorus of the song is, is talking about my soul being satisfied. You, I know, and, and, and if you're listening and you're a believer in Jesus Christ, you, you know this, that there's... There's nothing in this world that satisfies yeah. our heart, yeah. that satisfies our soul, as Jesus Christ does. And, and yet we know that in this world, everything is vying for our attention. Everything is saying, look, we can satisfy you, whether it's the new iPhone, whether it's electronics, whether it's a car, whether it's a house, whether it's a relationship. Everything is saying, I can satisfy you. If you work harder, if you have more money, if you yeah. buy this, if you buy that, if you believe this, if you go here, if you act this way, then you'll be complete. Then you will be happy. And, and honestly, you know, just the more we come into God's word, I think the clearer it becomes that what the world offers is incomplete. Now, there's good things in this world, and I think you and I, we both want to honor that. We want to, we want to validate that there are good treasures in this world, but none of them are the ultimate treasure. And if you and I are going to find that, that lasting, satisfying uh, joy, it's only going to be in Christ. Because that not only lasts for now in the world that we're in and meets us every single day, yeah. but it carries us on into eternity yeah. where we will be with Christ forever in a new heavens and new earth. Yeah. Well, and, and you said earlier, um, we, I think you deliberated over it a lot more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> because Nixon, Nick sends me these texts. And I'm not Nixon, just so you know. What's that? I'm not Nixon. Nixon? <laughs> Nick sent me these texts. Um, yes. And, uh, and, and as soon as he sent the word satisfy, I was like, yes, that's it. That's, a, that, that's totally it. Yeah. And, and we wanted to do our due diligence and just kind of think through and pray through, you know, what that would look like, you know, what that would convey yeah. and so forth. But, but I think both of us uh, have, have this view of the gospel and of God that he is all that does satisfy. So everything yeah. Nick said, I, I, I wholeheartedly um, echo and, and, and say amen to. Uh, and that's what we want our body to see and to know. I mean, really, who we are as pastors is we are, we are people, thirsty people who have found water. Yeah, so true. And, and just as dry and thirsty as everyone else, we just happen to find the water that 
satisfies our soul, so to speak, that, that, that really quenches the thirst. And um, Psalm 63, in fact, uh, I'm not sure Nick is sold on this yet, but there's a song that if you've heard it, if, if, if you heard music at the beginning of this podcast, this is what I've been pushing, and, and I don't think Nick's completely sold on us using it as our bumper yet. I'm um, slow moving in a lot of things. <laughs> but, but that is the Psalm 63. And let me just read that real quick. It says, um, it's a Psalm of David. Is when he was in the wilderness, uh, which is interesting. We need to talk about wilderness at some point. Um, it, there's a biblical theme there. You know, we, every time we talk, we say we need to talk about that. Yes. Well, We're okay. never going to actually talk about the 1,000 topics we've already come up with. <laughs> That's probably, yeah, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. Um, here's, here's Psalm 63. Oh, God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you as my soul thirsts for you. My flesh faints for you as in a dry and weary land where there is no water. So I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory, because your love is better than life. My lips will praise you, so I will bless you as long as I live. I will, in your name, I will lift up my hands. And then he says this, he says, My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food. My mouth will praise you with joyful lips when I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night. That's just, it's, it's probably a, a, a weird metaphor for us today to say, my soul be satisfied as with fat and rich food, unless you're on the keto diet, <laughs> which, which I, I'm, I'm heading that direction, man. I'm heading that direction. Good luck. Um, <laughs> That's all I got to say is good luck. But, you know, when you, you bring up, when you bring up Psalm 63, I mean, it, what it, when it talks about being satisfied, that's not something isolated to that text. Yeah. Like, like Psalm 27, 4, and, and yeah. I got that one right here. Like, one thing I ask yeah. of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house yes. of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord yeah. and to inquire in his temple. You know, Psalm 1, blessed is the man who delights yeah. in the word of God. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start working your way through God's word, when you're in the yeah. New Testament and Jesus in John chapter 4 meets the, the Samaritan woman and he presents her the living water that yeah. whoever tastes this water will not have to keep coming to this well. Um, yep. It will eternally satisfy. When you think of Paul, the man who persecuted the church, hated the church, yeah. and then God by his grace saves him, he uh, transforms him, and in Philippians chapter 3, we read what? Paul is a Pharisee of Pharisees. Yep. Uh, he has his worldly resume mm-hmm. is unable to be uh, superseded by anyone else. Yep. I mean, he is... Religiously. He, he's at the top. Yep. And yet, then he goes through and says, uh, I've given up everything for Christ, and it's worth it. In fact, he compares all that he had, all that he once treasured yeah. as dung. Yeah. I mean, he just... He brings it right out. It, it's dung. Yeah. All the worldly treasures are dung compared to the supremacy of Christ yeah. and what he yeah. offers. And that doesn't mean the worldly treasures, these things are worthless. And, and as we go through this podcast and, the episode, and, and many, many future podcasts, we're not going to try to trash things in this world. We just want to make sure they're in the proper perspective that we can only truly appreciate things and love things when we see them through the lens of the yeah. gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, God gives us all good things. All like good he, things. He, he, is, yeah. he is the father of lights. He's the giver of perfect gifts. 
and, and even sin. What is sin? But it has to hijack something good yeah. that God has given and, and take it out, put it out of its proper context, out of its proper place. And yet God uh, will even use that sin as a means of working in us for his glory yeah. and our joy. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> We're going to have like a little, little term that Running. we use. That's in our podcast. Yeah. Please no one take notes on all the podcasts that we say we're going to do and we don't. Um, yeah. I, uh, you know, one thing that might be helpful, and in you and I, we talked about it a while ago, is just unpacking real quick a little bit of your culture, my culture. We're not very far apart, about, a, about 120 miles probably by, by vehicle. And I'm in, I'm in Olympia, Washington, which is at the very base of the Puget Sound. So if you kind of just look at that sound as it comes into Washington, go to the very bottom, Olympia, that's where we're at. And you are in Oregon, in Portland, and in, more specifically, you are... In Hillsboro. And, and we are, um, we're a bedroom community of Portland. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's interesting because we have big industry right here. Yeah, with, with Nike and with Intel yeah. and with Adidas. Adidas headquarters is also in Portland. Uh, and so um, we have a lot of gentrification happening. Hillsborough is an interesting community too in that it, it used to be a farm rural area. Hmm. And what's happening is uh, industry has moved in and, and brought some downtown feel almost even to Hillsborough itself. So yeah. it doesn't have a sense of itself. It's, it's kind of bipolar. Well, and it's growing too, right? Like yeah. And there's, yeah. there's money in this town, right? There's, uh, yeah, it, it, but there's both. There's both money and poverty. Well, well like, you got an you airport somewhere. I, yep. I don't know which way to point right now. Mm-hmm. You got an airport really close to us, just a little private one. Yep. But when my wife and I, we had the kids because we're coming to your house where we're doing this podcast. You see the Intel and Nike jets. What The Nike jet. <laughs> and my wife is like, that jet has a swoosh on it. <laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. And then we were like, wait, yeah, Nike, Nike's right here, right? Yeah, right. right next so door, next door. there is money, there is wealth, there's there's a lot that is offered right here in this area. Yeah, and there's also poverty. Yeah, and 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 we have uh, uh, a very high amount of of, of poverty here mm. in Hillsborough as well. So there's there's both, there's both, and and so it's it's not it's not a, a one single demographic. In fact, what's neat, what I love about this town. Uh, we were in Target the other night, my family, and and for about five minutes, we were the only white people I could see. Really, it was awesome, and 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 not just um, you know African American or Hispanic, but Indian, Malaysian, um, uh, Chinese, uh, I mean, just multiple different ethnicities. Yeah, and and some of that has to do with uh, again the big companies bringing mm-hmm. in foreign nationals uh, uh, to work here, which is neat. Uh, so it really is. It's a, it's a melting pot of people, and, and which is fantastic for us as people who want to be. Uh, the, the church is multicultural. The church yeah. is not going to look. The services in heaven, the worship services in heaven, is probably not going to look like what your white Baptist church looks what? like or my white Baptist church looks like. Praise it's, God. It's, it's going to be so vastly different. Yeah. And, and that's, that in itself is going to be wonderful. But, but along with this Pacific Northwest where we both have different subcultures in our area, we, we both kind of experience the same resistance to the gospel 
Right. Both of us do. And yeah, and, and, and just jumping similar. up north, where I'm at, uh, we, have, we have the largest uh, military base in the northwest. It's the Joint Lewis McCord, so it's Air, Force it's Air Force Army base. And so we have them just down the street from us. And so we get a ton of military coming every year, and there's a ton of military leaving every year. So there's that, that transience that takes place where there's always, it's always a shifting amount of people. Uh, people are always shifting. And then we have state, a lot of state jobs with the capital right there. And, and we have Boeing, and we have Amazon, which has come and just taken over, like, the Seattle area, and tons of people. In fact, I was flying back from Europe not too long ago. We were on a mission trip to Lebanon, and I ran into, like, five people who were all flying to Seattle for the purpose of working for Amazon. Hmm. And so they're just bringing people in. So yeah. many people are moving into our area. Yeah. And so it's a little bit of that melting pot area. A melting pot also. We have a ton of money in one sense, and, and yet we're at the other spectrum also where there's a ton of need. Mm -hmm. And that, that's an amazing opportunity for us as a church to see, okay, how do we, how do we help? How do yeah. we come alongside? Yeah. And you're right. So there's a lot, of, a lot of variables when we just have cultures that are coming in, but a pervading thought is that resistance to the gospel up here yeah. in the Northwest. Yeah. There is a high level of individualism where just um, people don't want to be with other people. Um, people yeah. are okay with um, just staying in their homes. People are okay with going to work, coming home, and, and not really branching out. That's been something that's very new for me here. <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I just walk up to people and talk to them. And, and when I first moved here, it was like deer in the headlights for people. When I come up to them, they'd literally be like, why are you talking to me? Uh, all throughout my neighborhood. So that was, that was fun. I still do that. For the gospel, and also sometimes it just makes people uncomfortable, I think. So but you like making people uncomfortable. To some degree, I, I really <laughs> do. But so there, there's that individualism. Um, and then um, I would say atheism is just is very much embraced up here where I've lived in the Midwest. And certainly there's atheists there, but there's a very dominant still just idea that you know, we're Christian, or, or we talk about church a lot, or we go to church, or religion is much more a, a norm, but where we come here, it's very much okay, just I'm atheist, or, or agnosticism is embraced uh, quite well also. Yeah, I, I would agree that, that church in itself, just the understanding of what happens in a church is foreign. So completely. Completely foreign to, to many, in fact, even most. You know, and to jump on that, just to highlight what that looks like, because this still, I, I tell this story to everyone. We have a preschool that meets in our church, and so it's a co-op, and they, they're there Monday through Friday. On the weekends, they're to, they're to come and clean. They're part of the building. So they come on a Sunday one time at about 10 when we're having service. <laughs> one of our elders is downstairs setting up the, the children's wing, and the preschool person comes in and says, what are you doing here? And so our <laughs> elder goes, what are you doing here? I mean, just like, who are you? Like, what's happening? And they're like, well, with the preschool, we're here to clean. Why are you guys here? And so my elder simply says, well, you know, this, this is the time that our church gathers, and, and so we're going to be worshiping God, and our children will be down here. And they said, really? Is this when you meet? We, we didn't know when you were here or what you did here. Like, there is such a, that, that blew me away. I had I didn't even have a category for that type of person yeah, yeah. when I moved up here five and a half years ago. Yeah. I just assumed, even if you don't like the church, you still have an idea of what it's about. 
But there are people here, they have zero... Um, they don't have any context for it. Zero context for it. They don't have yeah. a desire to be in a church gathering. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they've never been in a church gathering, and they don't understand it at all. And so, yeah. so I think that's important to know. Like this Northwest, mm-hmm. it, it, I think it embraces very much what we see in other parts of America, but it highlights it very much here yeah. in its attitude toward the church. Well, and I think that's part of... Um, that speaks to our need as a as a, a people, as a people who uh, are part of the. You're dropping, I just keep dropping everything. everything. I don't know if you guys heard that. If you can't hear it over the microphone, Nick's is just dropping stuff left and right. Um, I asked for a table. <laughs> he gave me a stool. Uh, you'll be fine. Uh, uh, part of part of what's, I think, the way we actually engage our culture here, the way we evangelize, the way. The way we bring people to a knowledge of the saving grace of Jesus, I don't think it begins in a church service. Yeah, it doesn't. It can't. And I don't. I, honestly, I don't think it ever did for for the early church. It, it begins with um, in your neighborhoods, in your communities, in your workplaces, uh, when we as believers uh, exude the fragrance of Christ. When, when we are satisfied, you know, just to use yeah. the, our, our title, when, when we're so satisfied in all of who God is for us that anything that happens in, in, in the world, in our job, in our community, um, it doesn't destroy us, for one. When hard times come our way, we aren't destroyed. Yeah. We, we are, you know, as, as Paul would say, um, pressed down but not crushed, right? Um, we're not destroyed, um, persecuted, not abandoned, beat down, not destroyed. Uh, uh, why? Because we have a hope. Uh, yeah. Because we are satisfied already in the presence of God, because he is here and with us, but we will be satisfied for eternity in such a, in such a way that nothing else even compares. And that really goes back to, I think, part of the reason we want to do this podcast is we want to, one, for one, press each other and help us, you and I, to become more satisfied in Christ. So yeah. we're really engaging in topics that are, are meant to challenge us. We're not just doing this to challenge others, but we want to encourage each other and, and, and just have this fellowship. But we also realize we do want to use this as a means of helping people to be satisfied in Christ because if we are going to engage unbelievers, if we're going to, to begin evangelizing and bringing forth a gospel, a gospel that calls all people sinful. Yeah. And that the only hope we have is through repentance in Jesus Christ. And so if we're going to be going to people and saying, look, there is a judgment, there is a God, and, and he loves us and has sent his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for us, um, but we must believe. And, and if we're going to be bold, it's only going to be because we're satisfied in Christ. And so my hope, I don't know your hope is, is as we go through this, it's meant just to encourage us, to strengthen us mm-hmm. in our everyday lives, uh, you know, whether we're at work, whether we're you know, mowing our yard and we run into our neighbors, whether we're at the grocery store, uh, that when we have opportunities, not only when we see opportunities made available, but we start taking advantage of opportunities on how do I share the gospel, how do I engage yeah. um, and I really think that's only going to happen the more we're, we're to use the term, satisfied yeah. in Christ. Yeah. 
we, I, don't, I don't think we will look for opportunities to engage with our neighbors, our coworkers, um, our community for the sake of Jesus, unless we are. I mean, yeah. it, it, that fear of man is so high. It is. And that fear of man holds so many people hostage. And even as we come to know Christ, like, we're freed from it, and yet there's that tension where it still wants to hold on to us. And so we must, we must be more and more satisfied in Christ each day. Yeah. Well, and I think we're evangelists for everything we love. Very true. Uh, you, I mean, that's, I, we, that's a podcast. It is a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but for, I mean, for example, we, you know, I couldn't wait to share with you the coffee yeah. that, that we had. Wow, I love this coffee. This is one of my favorite roasters. I mean, just, I mean coffee is a gift from God. <laughs> all things in all creation things, are good. All, they are. They are. Yeah, or, or even your favorite steakhouse. Totally. Right? Uh, or even like you, you, we had burgers at your house last night. Yeah. And you, you didn't just go buy meat and bring it, but you told me. Like you went to a special meat place. What yes. was it? New Seasons. New Seasons. And I mean... Okay, I've never been there. Those I are, want to go there. Those are good burgers. Just, those burgers were good. I don't even remember what you called them. One was like a Korean... Some sesame. Sesame something, something yeah, yeah. with flavor, like yes. flavor packed. But you're right. You, you told me about that. In fact, you told me about your ketchup. Okay, so this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> never would have planned ketchup coming up in our podcast. But so we have the squeeze, you know, what is it? Heinz 57 It was ketchup. even organic. And, and then you go, okay, guys, you can use that squeeze junk. But there is this Portland organic, amazing tomato paste that you can use. And you're just like, this is it. And so my son did it. I did it. In fact, we talked it up. And we, we talk about the things we love. Yeah, we do. And if we talk about ketchup, if we talk about coffee, how much about, more yes. about the God who sent his son yeah. that we could actually have true, everlasting life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, well, hey. We got a lot to go through yes. um, in, in future podcasts. What is, just to help people understand where you and I are, yeah. uh, why don't we, we just close this one out with what is something that God's just been doing in your life lately? How yeah. have you been growing? How have you been challenged? Yeah. I think for me, um, the idea of, of yearning to yearn uh, I think that summer is so easy just to to get caught up in vacation mode and um, be distracted. I mean, it's beautiful weather. Oregon is beautiful in the summer, but don't move here, please. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Oregon is phenomenal. It really is. And so for for us, we've been to the beach a few times. Uh, my wife and I actually got out and got to go to Sun River in Detroit, which was great. Uh, but what I've noticed for me is... Um, I haven't been as um, intentional uh, about being in the Word, about being in prayer. Um, And it's so easy to be distracted. And and so what what I see coming, um, what I think God is pressing on me is this desire to be in the wilderness, so to speak, and to have an undistracted time with Him. Uh, and, and that I need that. Like, I, I really do need that. Yeah. Life really isn't about all these little things that I'm doing. It, it, it really is. My primary purpose in life is to know God. It's to see him. 
yeah. is to be in his presence. And nothing fills me more, even though I can fill my life with all these other things that are good things. They're good things. Um, but when, when good things become ultimate things, yes. you know, they're no yeah. longer those good things. I think that's something like Tim Keller says yeah. about, about idolatry and all. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Thanks for calling me an idolater. Appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> I'm here to sanctify you. <laughs> You're really making me holy right now. <laughs> okay. If we can help Bobby stop worshiping his idol. But, you know, I mean, that will be a podcast. But yeah. idolatry is something we all face. It's so true. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, and we're going to talk about this more at a later one, uh, but this summer has been a very weird summer for us. Yeah. Uh, so we went to Lebanon and that was amazing on a mission trip, and I came back, and uh, yeah, I had a doctor's appointment where I get diagnosed with melanoma, and that's, that's crazy. Like, all of a sudden, you know, there's just this reality check of, man, I, I have cancer at this moment, yeah. and, and that, that came out of nowhere and, and rattled me, rattled my family, and it was, man, what, what do we do? How do we go yeah. about this? Um, now, where we're at at the moment is we've actually, uh, we've had biopsies, I've had surgery, and, and all, everything's come back negative. So I'm cancer-free, I just have 30 appointments for the next five years yeah. to go see doctors, which I've like, I haven't gone to 30 doctors in all of my life, and so yeah. this, is, this is quite amazing. And I was sharing a little bit with you last night just what God's done there. Um, one thing that I will say that stood out, and we'll, we'll spend another podcast and I'll flesh out uh, some of these things, was that the truth that you read in Scripture that affliction, suffering is used by God to expose sin. Like, we know that. I preach that. I've seen that to degrees, but I really experienced it yeah. in this last month. Um, I can become so prideful about about how I go about my everyday life. And I mean, to this extent, it's I can jump up in the morning and do whatever I want at that morning, whether I want to go to the gym, whether I just want to run upstairs, whether I want to make coffee. And if I'm upstairs, if I need to run downstairs, I can do it when I'm driving. And, you know, if I can't find a close parking spot, I don't care. In fact, normally I park in the back anyway because I have this weird thing about cars and people hitting them. <laughs> so uh, not that I hit cars. I just don't like my cars to get hit. So... <laughs> That's how I was growing up. But, but all of a sudden, like with the surgery that I had, um, I wasn't able to move. I wasn't able to walk very much. The, the cancer was on my foot, so I had yeah. surgery there. And so that limited all mobility I had. And all of a sudden, it just became so aware of how much I do in my life that I don't actually just acknowledge that I do it because of God's grace. Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that my muscles work and the bones work yeah. and that my organs work and that I'm able to do these various things, I just take for granted. And I don't think we necessarily have to wake up every day and be like, oh, God, thank you that now I can move my right foot and my left foot. You know, I don't think we have to acknowledge that every day, but I don't think I acknowledged any of that for the longest time. And if someone had asked me, I would say, yes, it's God's grace that we can do all of that, but I begin to take it for granted to, so, to such an extent that that it was becoming a very prideful thing. Mm -hmm. That if I want to run outside and either do a DIY project or play with my kids, I don't even think about 
about it. I just yeah. do it. And I think at some point, we just need to pause in our life and, and to remember that everything we have is by God's grace. Yeah. And, and I was functionally beginning to forget that. And so that's what's happened a lot for me in this last month yeah. is just seeing how everything about my life is sustained by God's grace. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's one thing to know something, and it's another thing to experience what you know. Yeah. 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 Um, well, hey, this has been fun, and I look forward to doing more. And I hope you who are listening look forward to listening and laughing with us, sometimes at us, us. mostly Bobby. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm going to pray, and I'll, I'll close this out. Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus, and I thank you that we, that Bobby and I, God, I thank you that we're friends. I thank you how we've met just even a little over a year ago, or about a year ago, how we've met, and you have just grown us in our friendship, grown us in our love for one another as brothers, as pastors, as shepherds, as friends. And Lord, I thank you for, for Bobby's relationship. I thank you that he desires you. And Father, I pray that as we come together in this podcast, uh, seeking to challenge each other to be satisfied, seeking to hopefully challenge others who are listening to be satisfied, that God, you would bless this time. I pray bless the podcast, help us in the planning of them and the organizing of them. But God, truly what we want is for you to be glorified. That's what we want more than anything else. And we believe that you are glorified most when we are most satisfied in you. And so God, help us to do that. In your wonderful name, Jesus, amen.